The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey friends, welcome to a very, very special end of the year, beginning of the year, uh, PPC Rockstars. Uh, we're doing a two-part show, so this is the first part that you're listening to on, uh, let's see, December 27th, uh, 2010, and then we have uh, the second part running uh, the following Monday, which will be, or has been, uh, January 3rd, 2011. Uh, and we are going to spend two shows discussing a topic that uh, is really, really important and also possibly one of the least well-understood as- uh, aspects of uh, especially Google AdWords advertising, and that is quality score. Uh, we should cue the spooky music now because there's so much myth- mythology and so much misunderstanding and just plain bad information uh, that uh, obscures the the facts and the at least the uh, good assumptions about quality score. So uh, I'm fortunate to have with me uh, two of the world's leading experts on quality score, and those they are Brad Geddes of BG Theory and Craig Danieloff of Click Equations. Brad, welcome to the show. Ah, uh, thank you, David. And Craig, always a pleasure to to be talking with you again in any any context. Well, it's great to be here. Yeah, great to be here. Uh, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the blog post that actually sparked all of this was uh, your blog post, Craig, where you said, um, my New Year's resolution is to get off of my quality score obsession. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you certainly wrote that with your tongue in cheek, but I know that you have been uh, deep in the weeds of quality score for probably two years now. And uh, like anything else that's mathematical and changing and mysterious, uh, it can really screw up your head. <laughs> so fortunately, that hasn't happened to you, Craig. I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to be able to say. Well, there was no tongue and no cheek in that. I'll tell you, I, I'm done with it. Um, it's not going to turn out that way, but it, the desire is genuine. I'm sure. Sure. So um, let's start out for those uh, listeners who um, aren't clear on what quality score is or need a refresher. And uh, Brad, um, uh, you are uh, probably the best qualified uh, AdWords instructor in the world. You do the, the actual AdWords training uh, that is under underwritten by Google. Um, so I'm going to ask you to give us a nice, uh, clear, succinct um, definition of AdWords quality score. Sure. Uh, quality score, it's a 1 in 10 number in your account for every single keyword that is essentially Google's opinion of how relevant a word will be to the searcher. Um, its, its main factors are click-through rate, relevance, and landing page. And the higher your quality score, uh, usually the, the higher your position, the lower your cost per click. And that's, that's at a base level what quality score is. Well said, well said. And um, so 
let's see the the relationship between quality score, ad rank, and CPC, please. Um, ad rank, which is uh, where your ad shows up on a search result, is quality score times max CPC. So if you want to raise your rank, you could either raise your CPC or raise your quality score. Gotcha. So um, that's very straightforward, and and all of this is uh, uh, a an algorithm that uh, I believe Google pioneered that is intended to effectively level the playing field. Uh, in other words, uh, the old non-auction model uh, would have rewarded the advertiser bidding the highest price with the highest rank, um, but that isn't what Google's after in their natural search or ads. It's the most relevant ad uh, enjoying the best rank for the price they're willing to pay. So um, without going into too much philosophy, uh, I, I call the listener's attention to uh, an article that uh, Brad wrote for Search Engine Land. Uh, you can find the link to that article as well as the other resources we'll be discussing on the Clicks Marketing blog, which is clicksmarketing.com slash blog, and look for the PPC Rockstars page uh, link on the right-hand side of any page. So I've got a link to uh, Brad's art Search Engine Land article, which is called Is Google Changing Quality Score Rules Again? Uh, written uh, just a few days ago. And um, there's a, a chart. Uh, the whole article is fantastic, but the chart that is under the heading CTR Still Rules Quality Score uh, really brings home why quality score is so important, showing quality scores of 1 through 10 and corresponding uh, first page CPC cost and uh, I'll sum it up for those of you who uh, can't see it yet uh, quality, at a quality score of 1 for this particular test uh, the first page CPC was $11.27 whereas at quality score 10 the CPC was $0.13 cents. so um, you know the, the, the key to profitability for a PPC campaign lies in mainly in let's say Quality score, ad quality, and landing page quality, or, or, the, or said another way, ad quality uh, as measured by CTR and, key, and keyword quality as measured by quality score and landing page quality as pre- preferably, preferably measured by uh, conversion rate. So, um, Brad, anything you want to add before we start to launch into our, our uh, freewheeling but uh, uh, elucidating conversation? No, I think uh, you set the stage pretty well, David. Okay, so let's let's go to um, again. I was I was uh, I was uh, motivated to get Brad and Craig on the show because of the fact that I saw Craig's article, and uh, Craig, uh, your your article um, uh, describes uh, several questions that you're about to ask Google. So, um, uh, is is the scene? Google has uh, you, you've you've penetrated the inner sanctum of Quality Score at Google, and they've agreed to answer particular questions. Is that how it's going to go? Yeah, I sat down with uh, uh, one of the senior guys on the Ads Quality team and showed him this uh, 200 pages or so of uh, theory I've been writing down, and I said, "Look, I'm going to put this out there and uh, claim it's the gospel about Quality Score. Uh, would you like to get the errors removed first? And they thought that was a good idea. Um, <laughs> really, really, what they what they said it was an interesting conversation. I said, "Look, I'm doing this, and I'm you know finding the best information I can and talking to the smartest you know people I can. But you know, the fact is, none of us really get this because you guys um, haven't made it perfectly clear. Would you be willing to help?" 
And uh, I got a response you get a lot from Google, which is, sure, we'll tell you anything. We just don't have a good uh, mechanism, you know, to have 100,000 conversations and answer a lot of questions. But, um, you know, we trust that you will uh, communicate it out and, you know, you'll do a good job and you've got an audience to uh, conduct that material out. So we'll be happy to help you and, you know, you help everyone get the facts. So... That's what they've agreed. It's um, they're busy folks over there, and it's been fits and starts. But I've had had some conversations, and there's some emails going on, and yeah, they have agreed. Um, you know, we'll see how far it goes, and so far it's been good to um, you know answer hard questions and help dispel myths and explain as much as they can. So um, that's going on. Great. Um, every everyone uh, listening and Brad and I appreciate your uh, uh, digging in there because I know we'll all benefit and we'll certainly follow up and have part three and maybe part four of this conversation once you get the answers to those if if you're willing. Um, so okay, let's let's get into some specific topics. Um, uh, let's start with a fundamental. Um, which, which I believe, but you guys can can underscore or uh, augment this belief, uh, or, or or refute it, which is that uh, for the most part, uh, advertisers uh, seeking the best possible quality score should seek to improve an ad group's click through rate. So, um, you know, and, and I, I, all all three of us have been on panels at SMX and SES and so on. And I'm usually the simple-minded guy that says, look, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of dreck here. Some of it is minor that you needn't pay attention to even though it's going on. Pay main attention to click-through rate. So what's uh, Brad, you start. What's your take on that? Well, my question is why are you saying ad group and not keyword? Um, okay. The reason I said ad group is because I believe one of the keys to – uh, great click-through rate and quality score is having uh, ad groups, search ad groups with a small number of keywords, all of them which are to- closely related to each other and the ad company. So that, okay. that's, that's just you know, kind of a, a tactical word rather than a philosophical or algorithmic word. Sure, okay. At a, at a high level, I totally agree with that because what I like to do is actually look at um, an ad group spend and its weighted quality score – and then figure out where to start increasing quality scores. And step one is always get, move the low performing keywords to new ad group and raise its overall CTR. But you're doing it at the keyword level, but you can measure at the ad group level if to make uh, less numbers to work with. Yeah, I completely agree with that statement. Okay. I mean, I actually think step one is look at the quality score to make sure it's not a landing page or relevance issue. If it's not, then yeah, it's all about click through right after that. Gotcha. Okay, and we will get into uh, landing page. Um, component of quality score in a second uh craig um and any anything to add about click-through rate being um uh, the most important or or one of the top two factors in quality score no i, I mean i believe and i mean brad made the right uh, uh you know uh, disclaimer on that which is if you get basically a landing page penalty you know if the landing page flag is listed as poor or the relevance thing is listed as poor those are in their own category those are really you know, pre-qualifiers or pre-disqualifiers. Um, and, and we can talk about what causes them and what to do about them and all that. But once you're past that, if you don't have the little flag that says poor um, on either of those things, then it is essentially all CTR. Um, and I, I actually have to, having some, have had, having had some of these Google conversations, I actually believe that's more true than most people would think. Um, and I, I, and I also think Brad's, you know, questioning about ad group is important to, 
add some more color to just because there is something that I still believe is a myth out there, which is that there is such a thing as ad group or campaign level uh, quality score or click-through rate. And, and I do still 99.9% believe that um, it, it, it is only keyword that matters. And so when you consider, I mean, your, your theory of having tight ad groups is absolutely correct, but in reality, what you really need to think about is, um, you know, the number of impressions. You know, Brad was talking about cost weighting the analysis, um, and that's fine. That's really sort of a proxy ultimately for impression weighting the analysis. In other words, if I've got five keywords at you know two, four, six, eight, and ten quality scores, um, if the number the two, if the low ones have a lot of impressions and the high ones have a few, that's a problem. They're they're hurting. If you have Everyone's got low quality score keywords in their account, and there may be reasons you don't, you can't fix them, or you don't want to remove them. Fine, they just can't account for a very large impression quantity of your impressions. Um, you just have to focus on, um, you know, the, the number of impressions at each each keyword's getting um, relative to the quality score it's achieving. So that's a long way of saying, at the end of the day, it's a keyword level problem. And and I think the big insight I've come to in terms of this you know, at the macro level about thinking about all this is quality score is Google's way of telling you if you are a, a good advertiser on that keyword or deserve to advertise on that keyword. So, you know, they name it quality score, which is, you know, euphemistic and friendly and all these sort of things. <laughs> but, and I've really tried hard to think of alternative names for it and I, and haven't come up with the perfect one yet. But, you know, if you get a quality score of, you know, three, four or five, you really need to think of it as Google saying you should not be advertising, you should not be buying this keyword. And if you want to buy this keyword, you're doing it against our advice and we're going to make you pay a penalty to do that. And there's two ways to take that message. You can get better at it or you can capitulate and turn it off. And and I think that mindset shifts the way you can approach quality score um, because people start, I think the perception right now without that kind of disclaimer is, I deserve to be buying this. I want to buy it. It's you know, it's this very entitlement sort of culture thing. And why, you know, why are they screwing with me? I'm I'm paying whatever whatever, but this is not that kind of system. You have to earn the right and you the other thing I think that helps is getting in the discipline and maybe the political uh, you know, capital inside your organization to turn off those keywords that are below a certain level because that is the biggest problem in the world. People don't turn them off. They just keep paying, and they're mucking up the whole account. So a lot of issues there, but I think it's keyword level, and I think you've got to really watch how much you allow bad ones to stay. They've got to go into rehab, or they've got to get killed. Those are your <laughs> options. Right. Hey, Brad, Craig, we need to uh, stop for a second because George needs to queue up some excellent, excellent commercials from our sponsors. Stay, stay with us, listeners. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. 
<laughs> Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. So let's uh, go down another path here, and uh, I'm going to postulate something that uh, uh, I think everybody's going to find a little bit controversial, um, which is uh, my theory, which is uh, if a keyword is converting, it's not a bad keyword. Uh, I might call this, there's no such thing as a bad keyword. Those of you who uh, parented in the 80s and 90s will remember a uh, a, a parenting uh uh, axiom, which was, don't tell your children they're bad. Tell them you're disappointed with what they just did. So, so um, frequently, when we do an analysis of a new account, we see keywords with low quality score. Uh, you know, the, the the conventional wisdom and even some rules within uh, automated uh, bid and campaign management packages would say. Pause or delete those keywords because if they're the the quality score is low, they're bad. And uh, Craig, in, in part of what you said a little bit earlier, uh, it was um, this is Google's way of telling you that you have a bad keyword or that you shouldn't bid on it. And uh, frequently, what we find, and some, I'll even go out on a limb and say, almost always, what we find is that it's not a bad keyword in terms of uh, its potential performance for the advertiser. It's just in the wrong ad group. It's paired with an ad that uh, to which it has no relationship. Therefore, it's not going to get uh, that keyword won't won't accrue high click through rate, and therefore, um, you know, the quality score for it will be low. So uh, my advice and, and our best practice is not to uh, pause or delete that keyword. It's rather to at least consider first uh, moving it into a different ad group and writing a customized ad for it. Now, and again, I'm talking about uh, when uh, keywords are uh, already proven to convert but maybe have an over, uh, a CPA that's, that's unacceptable. Uh, or, you know, this could apply to keywords that uh, to the advertiser uh, should be, intu- according to their intuition, should be a good keyword. So uh, I'm going to open the floor and uh, Brad, you get to start. 
So um, I think the first thing I want to do is I believe quote Craig. I think it's Craig who said there's no bad keyword. There's only a bad bid. Um, is that right, Craig? Is that you? No, that wouldn't have been me. Ah, uh, well, fine. Um, <laughs> I tried to use some credit. All right. Yeah. So I completely agree with David. It is a ad copy to keyword combination is the first thing you need to look at, period. Um, there are times, though, where I see accounts that for them to get a good quality score on a keyword, the ad has to be so generic it gets great click-through rates and the CPA goes down. So if their keyword's got a five or six quality score, but you like the CPAs on it, you may keep them at lower levels. There are times you make that decision. But I, I agree with you, David, completely. The first thing to look at is the ad copy. It's not deleting the keyword or moving it or whatever. It's looking at what the ad is. Because you always have to remember the ad is the only part of your entire account that a searcher sees. It's that connection. And so it's really where click the rate and it drives is from the ad copy keyword combination. Craig? Yeah, that, that's obviously true. And in fact, you know, one of the little truths that most people don't get and it's, you know, you don't, it's a little bit um, esoteric is that there is no, keywords don't have a quality score. Keywords, quality score exists underneath only at the keyword ad copy pair level, right? Google lies to us basically with averages, um, you know, they tell little white lies all day. Position 3.3, cost per click of a dollar, quality <laughs> score of five. None of those are true at, at the factual level, right? You pay a different CPC for every query. Your position varies every time the ad runs. And your quality score is all over the map and what you're seeing is an average. Um, and so the, the ad copy, A, really matters. You know, to, to David's original point, what I would say is, um, you know, if the quality score is bad and the, and the keyword is performing, then you would definitely want to go what I'd call the rehab route, meaning can I, can I get a better quality score? I definitely don't want to turn it off, but can I get a better quality score? You know, and my first path there is to look at the queries that it's attracting um, and seeing you know, maybe that what is now a keyword should be three or four keywords at exact match that's actually grabbing the queries that are effective and steering them obviously to the right ad in the right organization, um, and so there's a whole the whole list of things you would do to to improve quality score. You would try to do and maintain the conversions, and at the but the end of the day, the the larger point you're making is absolutely true. If you're making money on a keyword, um, you do not want to turn it off simply because the quality score is bad. What I would contend, however, is that there's very little chance of a huge volume keyword both converting well and having bad quality score. And so um, against the whole landscape of the account, those ones that you decide to let run at a low quality score because, you know, you're in the B2B market and you have to, as Brad says, write ad copy that discourages clicks in a weird way. But the ones that you do get, get really good conversion. And so it's, you know, it could even be a very positive ROI for you despite paying up because of the low quality score. Those business considerations should absolutely override. It's just unlikely that that would ever happen on keywords that have a huge volume of impressions, and so they, it wouldn't swamp your account. So this is where the complexity comes in, right? There's a cascade of if-thens you've got to consider. But what, what is rare is that it has a bad quality score and converts, and that quality score can't be improved by better ad copy, better organization, uh, splitting the keyword into multiple keywords with better match types, and some other tactic. So you can sort of it's a clue that you can have your cake and eat it too. So, 
you know, maybe in addition to the quality score being an indicator of how appropriate a keyword is, it's really smart to say, and the conversion rate is another indicator. And if either one of those says it's good, you know, figure out how to maximize both of them. Gotcha. Hey, guys, I just realized that we have a really, really important commercial break coming up. Uh, listeners, you will want to hear about these products. Stay tuned. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Public relations professionals understand the importance of branding. Invest in your next ad campaign with one of the premier branding innovators broadcasting on air and on demand to the internet business world. WebmasterRadio.fm. Let our team customize your branding to target public relations professionals that access our public relations channel every day. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Brad, um... Craig, let's switch gears to another uh, mystery that uh, uh, I'm not sure I'm, I have a firm position on, but I think you guys might, and that is the uh, the, the uh, account quality score. I, I was about to call it mythological, but I think it's real, and uh, uh, I'm interested in your opinions about account quality score, and especially I sent you uh, both in advance of this show a paragraph from a blog that uh, that. Uh, it says they're quoting a Google representative when they say uh, or they imply that uh, if an account has a large number of keywords and those keywords don't perform well, they start to drag down the quality score of the account and it can even affect uh, uh, performance of keywords that don't have a low quality score or don't have a large number of uh, keywords. Um, so uh, there are really two questions there. I'm going to start with you, Brad. Um, can you can you describe uh, what uh, what you th- feel is fact about the account quality score, and then comment on whether uh, this uh, reference is true or false? Which is, if you just the presence of a large number of keywords that aren't performing well might drag down uh, the quality score of the entire account and affect other parts of the account and campaigns that uh, may even be performing acceptably. So I absolutely believe there is an account quality score. I absolutely believe it. 
I have an account that's been running since 2002 when Google wow. first opened. And no matter what I could do to the account, I can put in a keyword that's completely unrelated to something. I will start with a minimum of seven quality score. Its history is that good over years of time. I completely believe in this account quality score. Now, I think a lot of times what it's used for is to determine first page CPCs and quality scores of brand new keywords in your account. I think that's a lot of, of its impact. If you're in medical jargon industry and you have a, a great history in your account and you add new keywords that Google doesn't really know, you'll see lower first page CPCs and better quality scores. You, you know, you're a, a real estate agent who advertised in the word like home and house and had this horrible CTR over years of time. No matter what you add to your account, it's going to have a lower um, quality score when you first add it. I completely believe it's true. Now, when you say a keyword with 100, 200 impressions, and I saw the article you, you referenced, and a large number of keywords, you have to temper that on what the account's overall data looks like. And if you've got 800,000 keywords that are doing you know, a few million impressions a month, and you have a thousand keywords that are doing fifty impressions or so that you're trying out. Who cares? That the number is so small, it's not a big deal. Um, however, I would never personally. I would not just delete a word again because its quality score is low. I would assume that the ad copy isn't right. There's something else maybe to tweak first. And so, if you added some long tail keywords, my first thought is not just delete the the low performing ones. It's let's make low-performing ones try to work a couple times. And if it fails a few times to work, sure, then go ahead and get rid of it because you've tried it out. But when you add a word, you did research, and you thought it's a good keyword, just because it's got 100 impressions and a quality score of three or four, I wouldn't assume inherently that was a bad decision. I would assume inherently the ad copy, like we talked about earlier, is probably the call porter made the landing page, and let's tweak it a couple times, then maybe get rid of it. Gotcha. That's that all sounds reasonable to me, Craig. Do you want to weigh in on, on this one? Yeah, there's no doubt. There's account quality score. I mean, it's 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 littered through the Google literature and evidence, as Brad just suggested. You know, clearly points to it. Um, we could I could cite endless examples of it. Um, what we don't know about it. I mean, this is one of those eleven questions in my blog post. Is we know there's a history, you know, account history quality score. Um, but we don't know is what is the decay rate? Uh, you know, how is that used? Meaning, if I, if someone else managed this account and I took it over six months ago and I've been doing great and quality scores, click through rates have risen and quality scores have risen in a little. Am I still being dragged down by the two years previous? Um, in every combination of that question. All indications are you are. The history matters. And again, Brad just illustrated that. And I've seen examples in both directions, you know, accounts that can do it all wrong and accounts that can do it all right. And Google does say, you know, the Google help personnel and the forums uh, and, and, you know, the folks I've been talking to in AdWords lately, that accounts can be poisoned and you need to turn it off and start a brand new account um, because the history, which is basically at, uh, at account level CTR, is so bad that, the, you know, this is a reputation system. That's what it, and Brad was making the same point. If they know they can trust you, then they'll give you the benefit of the doubt. If they know you've been terrible forever, it, you, you, they, you don't have any credibility when you do something new. And some points, it's just damaged. You've got to throw it away. 
Um, and that's a whole decision point in a process, but it's absolutely true. I think the thing that matters, and it's, you know, we've come up a couple times today, is you need to look at a distribution of quality scores across your account, and you really need that weighted by impression volume. So Brad was citing, you know, completely logical, uh, you know, points that if it's a big account, you know, 5%, even 10% of your keywords that are doing badly because they're new keywords, because they're experimental for, you know, because you don't have time to work on the ad copy or whatever it is, it's not going to hurt. The problem is all the people, and I've, you know, we have a tool in Click Equations that does these distributions of quality score, and I run it on lots of our clients. And, and actually, in the, in the book I've been working on, I've made this a whole central point of what is the percentage of your quality score keywords below seven? And if, it's, yeah. if, if more than you know, 30% of your keywords are in that negative category, right? Seven is the mean and below is bad. Once you have thir- and some people have, there's a lot of people with 50, 60, 70% of their keywords down there. Yep. This is not the situation we've been talking about. Um, and so you, you, you need perspective on the whole thing, basically. Um, but your account matters. And I think in that blog post, you know, if two people are running in one account and one's doing badly, they're hurting the good guy. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, can I ask a follow-up real quick? Sure. So, Craig, do you season accounts? What I mean is um, something that, that I'll try occasionally is only put in branded terms in an account or exact match high CTR words, let the account run for a month or six weeks, get all positive data, then start building out the account. Do you ever, you ever try that and see how well it works? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I definitely would recommend that. And not only that, I, I've, I've heard of extreme cases um, – which probably shouldn't be gone into here, of, of tricks to season an account. Um, but it's the same philosophy that you want to have the highest click-through rate keywords you can run for a, a while. Now, what Google has told me, I've, I've had the conversation about this topic, is yes, it makes sense to do, but not to overdo it, meaning that once quality score stabilizes, um, you can start increasing. But that the trick is, what people do when they do, even I've worked with accounts that have done seasoning before, and they'll put their brand only in for a couple of weeks, and those tend to do well, and they'll get higher quality scores than they ever had before in a brand new account, and then they'll dump in the other 300,000 keywords. That You want to basically work in chunks of the impression count. Again, the impression count matters. So if I was getting you know, 50,000 impressions a week on my brand, I want to now add a bunch of keywords with another 50,000 you know, impression volume of of non-branded keywords. I don't want to dump in 8 million impressions worth of keywords. So you can grow, you know, geometrically. So if I have 50,000 worth, maybe I add 50 to 100,000 worth, let those stabilize, make sure they're good, show Google I know how to work these keywords, get sevens and eights primarily or whatever I get. Then maybe add 200,000. So, you know, just don't dump it in. You're, you're building a reputation, and every time you expand your effort – you know, there's there's a risk, and and again, so if I had the problem mathematically is if I have two hundred, let's say I get up to two hundred thousand impressions, um, you know, doing well, I dump in five hundred thousand, and those turn out to be all my fives and sixes and crappy keywords. This is exactly the boat David was just talking about. All that huge mass of bad is going to start dragging down what is now my now little island of good. Yeah, we we have an internal phrase for that. It's called uh, replete with suckage. 
<laughs> but uh, but um, uh, let me answer your question. Let me address what what your your question to Craig uh, Brad, and that is uh, seasoning the the new account. So we we'd follow that procedure as well, and that is um, uh, when a new account is started. And frequently we do this when we're building an, uh, a new, an account from scratch. We frequently inherit uh, total total messes that we need to uh, where, where the best uh, approach is not triage it's actually building the account from scratch uh, so we follow the the procedure that you guys are both describing but with one really really important caveat and that is um, if there are keywords in the new account that have low search volume then they uh, automatically get a low quality score um, so I, I call this the Google, the Google uh, guilty until proven innocent uh, penalty, and I think it's unfair, and I hope they change it someday uh, for this reason. Frequently, the lowest search volume keywords in your, uh, in your arsenal are your brand names. Because, uh, you know, especially for new brands or unknown brands or, or companies that don't have market share, frequently the lowest search volume keywords in their account are, are brand names. So uh, that, that argues counter to uh, start the seasoning process with brand terms because if your brand terms don't have high search volume, Google's going to start them out at a low quality score. And I believe I've seen an effect – that is horribly detrimental, which is that low quality score uh, creates a low account level quality score such that later bringing in uh, higher volume keywords, um, uh, the, the, those are penalized from the start too. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I mean, one of the things that I think people don't uh, take into account is when Google looks at quality score, when you use a keyword that many advertisers purchase – Google knows how it should perform. Right? They right. know that when people run this, they get a 3% click-through rate. So if you start getting a 3.9, they know you're better. If you are getting a 2, they know you're doing bad. Um, if, they, if no one's bought that keyword before, because it's a weird new brand, you're totally right, but I don't think that's ever going to change. It's, again, you've got to prove your reputation somehow, and maybe in, that, in those cases for small unknown brands, you know, that, that it's more long tail, three or four word phrases about, you know, with good intent to your, your product or service that you need to build it upon. Um, so I, I mean, I understand it, but I don't, I don't know that it's hard to imagine that changing really. Yeah. Well, we can, we can hope, uh, Brad, any, anything to add about that, about the, uh, uh, seasoning process or the seasoning methodology? No, I, when you use the word brand, that's always, is it a big brand? Everyone knows lots of volume. Or in your case, a lot of smaller brands, so then you are, you're correct. So you always have to, there's no one rule fits everybody just because of size and, and previous knowledge. So the, the good, I'm helping someone right now with an account like this. And the good news is if you have that crappy old account with the history that you're running away from, right, you can go look at that and say, look, even in that environment, here's the top 10% of quality score keywords, right? So, yep. Throw those in first. They can yep, be spread out. They can be whatever. Um, and, and I mean, what you normally see, and I, I don't know if this is your experience, when you move those to a new account and start without the bad ones. Now, this, the same thing can happen if you're just rehabbing an account. You know, and despite, I think, the earlier conversations, everyone would agree, if you, start, if you have a terrible account, creating a new one is not an option for whatever reason. Turn off the bad. Let the good run. Reestablish some element of you know, local account history, meaning short-term account history that's good, now start turning back on the other ones with improvements that should, you know, drive up their CTRs. 
Um, so, you, you know, you can season it in advance or you can always essentially season it at any time. You just, most of the argument there is, hey, we're going to take a revenue hit, you know, a volume hit and a revenue hit because we're going to shut down, limit the account for a while. And that's right. a business complexity, obviously. Sure. Yep. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Uh, fortunately, uh, for listeners, you can tune in next week to get the second half of this show where we'll be discussing uh, uh, even meteor topics relating to quality score. You won't want to miss it. Uh, thanks, Craig. Looking forward to talking to you next week. All right, David. Thanks. And thank you, Brad. You're going to come back, right? I will be here, David. Cool. And thank you, listeners, for a cool quality score edition of PPC Rockstars. <laughs>